back to the Slightly Daily Podcast. This is episode number 105105. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Boom. Let's get right into this thing. Um, Skyler. Slightly. This is a this is a good thing. This is a good thing having new people on here. I had my friend the last one I did. I had my friend in here, and it was cool because you know it's like the homie coming back. But it's always nice having like brand new guests. You know, new people. Yeah, that's what this, this thing is all about. You know, yeah, meeting new people, uh, m- me meeting new people, my my followers meeting you, your followers meeting me. Like it's just a cool thing. Right. Man. There's a lot going on. Yeah, Please. dude. Lots going on in this area. Yeah. Let, let let's um all right so we talked a little bit about off camera so you're from memphis area yeah you're Just grew up in the suburbs of memphis and cordova in germantown tennessee okay. uh, you know cordova yeah. specifically the uh you know the uh the olympic baseball stadium no the usa baseball field it's is it with the cardinal on it yeah yeah i played some games there yeah so i was telling i was uh it's beautiful yeah. yeah i always looked at it driving around so how long did you how long did you live in memphis area till i was like 10 10 years old so like fifth grade or some shit like yeah that. i moved here right in middle school okay. to middle tennessee um so and it was I, for my sister to go to school too okay at mtsu so uh, older, older sister. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, all right. So Skyler, if this is, if this is the first time somebody has seen your face on camera Ooh. sitting over here in your blue wow. jeans, what it's would you want to flip? <laughs> what would you want to tell that person? They slide it. Like, who are Like, what, what would you want oh, to tell man, that person? Oh man, you're going to hit me with that. I say, you know, how's your day? How's your day? Yeah. I like that. That's a, that's an interesting one. How's it going? It's pretty, we're off to an early start. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I'd go, how's your day out there, you know? Okay. Um, and then what if someone responded to that question? Good. Um, and who, what do you do? Well, I'm glad. It's a blessing. That's a blessing because not every day feels very good. Mm. Every day is a good day, but not every, <clears throat> every day you're not always feeling like it's a good day. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's nice to check in on check in on somebody that you've never seen before if it's your first time yeah seeing someone so what would you say your title is my title yeah what would you identify yourself as uh monsieur i'm i think like right now an artist Mm -hmm. and a tradesman a tradesman you know a musical tradesman okay or industry tradesman i like to i'm still learning yeah and i'm finding that i like to learn a lot a little bit of everything okay like sure. every chunk of the field so yeah. but i'm also like happiest when my stuff is going well mm. <clears throat> my artist projects yeah. and you know i'm happiest when that is getting cranked out but i also you know my title is a little bit of a tradesman but yeah. i'm an artist you know i've been an artist since i was born right so when did you Artiste. kind of uh, uh let's get in let's let me just ask you kind of a cliche question when did you kind of first pick up an instrument or sing a song or you know man how old were you i guess i was like uh my parents were just like uh sweet mm-hmm. sweethearts you know what i mean they weren't like a musical mm-hmm. they didn't have anything going on yeah. musically they so just you're kind got of an a piano. anomaly a little bit my sister i guess yeah I don't I there's got to be someone in the family. Yeah. There's like there's somewhere mm-hmm. like I know those genes. There's like a guitar like my dad's got a bunch of brothers and shit, yeah. right? And like 
I know there's some. He told me I don't know. I don't know the name, so I can't name drop. But there's some musicians back there, deep back in the family. Uh, but they got a piano in the house for my sister be- when she was young because they heard it's like good for your brain. Yeah, like development <clears throat> or yeah. So yeah, so I started tickling it when I was like five or four or something. Okay. I was like tickling Just away like, at it. Okay. And then it my sounds. time, yeah, my time came to shine, and they were like, time for you to go do piano lessons and i was like i want to i want to do drums you know okay. i think it was uh just a lot of like the stuff on tv at the time was influencing me influencing me and my sister was into like fallout boy yeah and panic at the disco and paramore for sure and i was seeing all those guys just like Man. hit away at the yeah, drums travis barker he's a rock right star. <laughs> i saw the i saw soldier boy oh yeah travis barker's drum cover soldier boy and i was like that's it that's the coolest shit. So there was also a homie at, uh, in fifth grade who later who was like doing the talent, doing like a music day in music class. Mm-hmm. It was like a talent show thing, like show but it, it wasn't like a talent show. Yeah, it was like show okay. and tell. Show show your chops if you play music. <laughs> so Connor got up there and played uh, Holiday, and okay. I, I guess the teacher brought like a little speaker. And that's when I started taking drum lessons. So I guess from like eight to ten, I was doing piano. Okay. And then ten for on the rest of my life is when the drums took over. Did you did you like piano though? Yeah. Like my teacher still, was oh, just super rigid. Oh. It was okay. hard as hell. I got, dude, <laughs> see, personally, because like you know, I it was so hard. I you know I I can do like rap and shit. I can make rap beats on the computer but i've i've never been like into an actual physical instrument oh yeah for me personally you've never hit a physical instrument i mean like i have you know like i i've twiddled on a guitar but i've never been like oh i'm playing a song or like you know i took a piano class in high school like i yeah. know like the core a b c d e f g like i can i know like right but you chords. like you like to like make yeah beats but like i can make beats though you produce know? on the the MIDI interface. Right, right. And more of like type the music in. Yeah. Yeah. On that, the grids and stuff. And, and like, you know, it's just a different type of skill set, I guess you feel me. But okay. So drum, Yeah, I picked up the instrument, I picked up the piano, yeah. and like and I was then, playing around the house because it was uh-huh. always around the house. And I just thought it was fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And I liked the low register a lot. Uh-huh. I liked just like getting down on that low register. Yeah. Just making it roar and grumble and shit. So, um, piano and drums. Those were kind of your first two instruments. Yeah. You, like, that that was kind of what kind of started your your passion, I guess you could say. Yeah, and like I the, also... The baby steps. I also just kept begging my dad for a bass. A bass guitar. Yeah, and I for some reason I felt like there was this split in the road of like... Um, so I was like begging him for drum lessons cause they threw me in piano and I was like already banging around at home. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I got some sticks like before I started taking it seriously, I had some sticks and I was just twirling them and setting up my pillows and doing the pillow kit kind of thing where you like just set up a kit on a chair Yeah. or you, yeah, I did a chair. And so I was getting it like that, just playing through songs and like Foo Fighters, the pretend pretender. Yeah. I was like, you know, God. Trying to get that, trying to get stuff like that. And uh, that was like, so I was just like, let's do like, 
let's do this drum, throw me a drum lessons. Like when can I quit piano? Mm -hmm. And so when I quit that, I was, I had the bass too. So I was like chopping away at the bass because my sister was playing guitar all the time in like, the room next like door guitar playing green day and okay. shit and like uh what's uh playing and some jack johnson and like say anything you know some and smooth like stuff all or... sorts of stuff like she had this friend named hunter that was into the used so mm -hmm. i heard the used that shit was like heavy mm -hmm. oh my goodness it, like blew my mind and yeah that box full of sharp objects all that stuff is like super cool so i was like playing that kind of bass you know what i'm saying yeah. i was like aggressive yeah you say, just, or, or i was just like this instrument's fucking low and yeah. fucking i i think the way it works though the way that instrument works it just i was into it too because i'm a drummer mm -hmm. i think like because drums came super naturally yeah like that worked like i understood how to do it yeah i could put it together and then when i got a good teacher in memphis he could get my hands going mm -hmm. the right way. Like right. he taught me rudiments, kept me on the snare drum for right. a long time, just on the snare drum. Marvin Morgan back in Elaine Music. Um, Freaking, you know, was really slow and low. So that way, when he like put Rush in front of me and that Neil Peart stuff, it was I could, you know, just get through yeah. it. And I right. could like, oh, okay, this is what it looks like on sheet music. And okay, like, cool like you know that all came together like that so it was, it's like you know piano bass drums okay this, this rhythm yeah the rhythm and the rhythm section right fucking love the groove I think you know what's, uh, what's, I love the groove what's so interesting about um those like combinations of instruments is like piano is like kind of like a almost like a thing you have to learn like there's like a technical like no this is how you play the piano with drums it's kind of just like you can just do you can have your own style yeah of, yeah of drumming oh yeah you know but right it's so free with piano it's it, freedom you, you can do your own thing but there's kind of like a formula i mean it's mu tough. music theory it, 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 this there's like discipline like yeah. to be a great drummer it does take great discipline yeah. but you're right about it. it's There's like a rules, different color like, it's a different color of like sure. discipline in a way you yeah. know because drummers are just fucking drummers yeah. man i got a friend who drums uh, and uh his style is aaron gillespie to like sorry to interrupt no, you you're but good, you're like good. he's great and then like bernard purdy those are two other you know mm. ends of spectrum Bercaro, mm. uh jeff Bercaro, i think his name is uh the toto guy mm. Uh, versus <laughs> Travis Barker, yeah. you can't put the like yeah. they're both sick as shit and yeah. doing their own thing. But what were you gonna say? Uh, no, I was just saying my friend. Uh, actually, so that show that I did, he was my the, the yeah. guy, the black he guy that was He's like his style is like crazy. Like it's kind of jazzy a little bit. Yeah, you know, he was using his ears, man. He, yeah, he fit in. So like, yeah, uh, he's he's crazy. He's because like, you had tracks and yeah, shit. I had so a track. So he fit in. Mm -hmm to those tracks and I, I used certain songs that maybe had like longer beat without me rapping on it so right I, so i could one catch my breath and two totally to have him just like freestyle it and yeah that's kind of his thing like we didn't that's rehearse cool. that shit that's awesome <laughs> you know that's awesome yeah it so, was just it's fun um okay man playing so, with the stage you know playing with the crowd the stage yeah that was that show was sick dude that's um, where i met you absolutely so yeah just for for reference let's kind of uh, for reference i met skylar 
at Seth's show, Seth Barkley's show. I did a little set. He he took some videos Barkley. and stuff. Met him there, and then we ran into each other at Seth's show again. Yep, <laughs> got that's the phone right. numbers. And we're like, yo. Let's do this thing. And I think I saw you somewhere in between there, too, Maybe. once or at something. Definitely around. I didn't around. see you passing, yeah. <sighs> okay, so we're, let's move on in, your, in this little story we got going here. So about 12 yeah. years old. The instruments, bass, yeah. Bass, little piano. It's in my hands at that point. All so, that stuff's kind of like tingling in my hands. What's the next kind of step, I My guess. sister was fucking writing songs man and she had journals and she yeah. was like deep yeah she was like you know she was like introspective yeah chick man uh -huh. so in high school and she still is but mm -hmm. back then very like you know she's 16 and i'm 10 right so like Big age she's difference. like the coolest and all yeah. her friends are the coolest in the world so i was like okay i need to write songs so i tried my hand at writing some songs mm -hmm. and i had some buddies too at school who like I had a buddy's Rivers who came over one time and we were recording off of my Walkman and just like <laughs> my mom got me a phone when I was like 10 and had a recorder on it. So I was hitting it and uh, were, were you guys God bless us young kids with phones so early. But I was recording. Was I what? Were you, were you guys like playing the instruments and singing yeah, at the same time? Yeah, like I didn't have the bass plugged in. <laughs> I don't even I don't know if I had a bass amp at that time. I'm sure I did, but it might have been in my dad's house. Yeah. My parents been divorced my whole life, okay. so it was. I was at my mom's sometimes, like doing that, but playing rock band. But then I was like at my dad's where my drum kit was at. Mm -hmm. Once it got serious, and so I was like showing my sister these little sketches of songs mm -hmm. and some of these recordings. Like ideas. Yeah, Rivers brought his guitar over. And like I was like, sick, you can play guitar, let's do this. I can so, play the drums. Yeah, like, I put <laughs> use the rock band mic. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. And like uh we were just like you just trying to want it. She was like she was just like, these are she was like, they're all right. <laughs> that, that was what she told me, I remember it and was like, fuck. So uh I the next step, bro, is I had to step it up. But I didn't yeah. really worry about songwriting. Right, it, right. After that I was like cool like whatever and just kept drawing and playing like pokemon or whatever you yeah, know sure. just like playing drums was just all i cared about it wasn't like it wasn't like oh my sister told me these songs are all right and my i need to get better at songwriting yeah that didn't happen yet it that, was it mainly was just, just instrumentation drums. you just yeah. were like really wanting to master always playing disturbed and yeah. slipknot <laughs> when i found <laughs> slipknot dude it was yeah. also over slipknot blew me away I'm not peeking this mic out, am I? No, you're good. Yeah. No, we're good. Slipknot threw me back, bro. I was like, oh, whoa, I need to get a double pedal, <laughs> and I need to, like, <laughs> get a China symbol. My, a China symbol is the first symbol I bought with my saved-up money, you know okay, what I mean? And explain explain kind of what that is. It's, it's the China. Okay. It's shaped like oh, this. Okay. A lot of people know, like, the the china sound it's like they all sound kind of the same okay. every brand every size they're like a trashy and they're they're the shit in metal it's like your ride symbol in metal okay. right or whatever okay, okay. in heavy music you're just bashing away at that thing <laughs> and so that was like my first purchase i was like you know my first drum purchase i was like i'm getting a china and i'm gonna like just and it was really sick so so your parents like never forget let you i still have that china <laughs> that's cool it's shattered it's like cracked everywhere so your parents were like okay with you just being loud as shit 
like pretty much like were they pretty yeah. like accepting of you just being like hey dad i'm about to just go and just bang away yeah my drums. dad lived in a house in germantown and in like a sweet adorable neighborhood our neighbors were super cool and like pretty old yeah and then uh and we had a we have a drummer too it turns out across the street i never met i hear him sometimes when i'm back there but uh he's uh <coughs> My mom, we lived in an apartment in Cordova, and those neighbors never cared either. Never cared, dude. So my parents are just like sick. Okay. Like music's cool. Yeah. Like he's totally. sta- hey, he's you're staying out of trouble. I get, I assume, but yeah, you know, yeah. This is like, it's it's a good like because I I grew up playing sports, so that kind yeah. of engulfed my whole life. Sports you can be me? sick, and like music is I like imagine. same kind of deal. Like. It's yeah. something, it's a It's a good sure. hobby instead of just... Something to focus on. Yeah. Working towards something. Yeah. Like you're building, like, your connections in your brain by mm-hmm. waking up and being like, man, I want to be good at drums. Man, yeah. I want to be good at hitting a baseball. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it teaches you a lot about yeah. life. I was like, how general. do these guys do this? Yeah. I got to figure this out. I got to right. reverse engineer it, all of this. Exactly. Because, like, like, I know for me watching ba- i would go to baseball games and i just watch like yeah. you know the pros the braves on tv and I'm like bro he's throwing so hard yeah. like, like yeah dissecting it yeah you're like man his technique like how does he put his leg and then like i'm sure you'll watch Gosh, like dude what? athletes are incredible yeah like uh i do youth sports photography oh okay for a company here in town i've shot with them for a long time mm-hmm. and so i've been just like consequently yeah. watching sports yeah. and my boy michael like has his team the orioles mm. is his team and like a youth league athletes right? no not like a youth league oh, okay. but like just because i'm shooting okay, okay. youth sports all oh, the time okay. i'm around like dads and yeah. s- shit that are really into like, like their teams mm-hmm. and stuff so i've been like you know when i'm at like a mexican restaurant or something mm-hmm. i'm just I just take more notice yeah. of all the televised sports right. now i never did mm-hmm. And athletes are just animals, yeah. bro. I can't remember someone at work was talking about how they met so and so and how they're just like physical just, specimens. It's different. Like, yeah. yeah, they're like they're like a different uh-huh. it's like a human at its full capacity yeah. kind. That's what pro athletes are. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, I've been watching, man, like hockey is fucking oh, insane, dude. dude. I don't know how uh, they And I've been do watching it. baseball too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, bro. Let's talk about let's talk about, I guess, high school. You when did you kind of like like what was what was your musical journey like? I guess as as you got older, dude. From like you know bass, you you were saying like bass level. You were kind of messing around trying to figure out the ropes. I guess messing around with your friend, recording on the, uh, recording on the little, whatever you had. Yeah, just like whatever. Yeah. What was kind of next? Like I guess kind of give me like. When did you kind of just write never. your first successful song, I guess? Yeah, like you're we like, never, man, I did this. Successfully. We never successfully cut anything. We never cut. Uh-huh. Like it that, was just that era. Throwing, yeah, just throwing shit at the wall and learning songs yeah. and just like getting into music, different music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess like middle school, mm-hmm. it was like, thank God for this area having great band directors yeah. man and having great people that care about music yeah. in these programs because i had jazz band <clears throat> so that got me sharper and that got me into even cooler music like even heavier stuff yeah. i guess is what you'd call it like 
Weather Report and Miles Davis and John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. And they were just whipping out. My teacher, Philip Gregory, was whipping out really cool stuff for us to get to play, like Night in Tunisia, Mr. PC, or some of the stuff I remember in Birdland. Really, we played uh, also I Want You Back, mm. Jackson 5, mm. like, just, like, cool shit. Yeah. And, like, getting that in your hands was, like, really, like, was low-key taking me to another mm. level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, strengthening and your skills. Yeah, and I met some of my lifetime friends there, like, you know what I mean? Uh, my boy Kyle Ramsey, I met there, and Eric Conley, Rick West. Um, we grew up in the Seagull band stuff together, mm-hmm. so that was just, you just do that. We did jazz band through high school mm-hmm. and stuff, too, till we got kicked out of high school yeah oh, uh, wow. we did it we were just in the program like literally kicked yeah, out yeah oh, wow. marching bands right another story another stories <laughs> um but we you know i guess like to answer your question the school programs around here god bless them yeah and like we we didn't have parents that were struggling too much or anything mm. you know so we could get into these programs because yeah. they cost money to yeah. do band and shit um so super lucky we had jerry steinhilber was my drum teacher because mm. the philip gregory hooked us up with a good teacher over he was like if you want to do private lessons we send you over to the high school to study with this okay. guy i got you and he's the guy yeah the guy and he's like a, i guess it's expert like you're an independent contractor <laughs> okay. i guess at that point right you're like teaching lessons mm-hmm. at this sc- out of the school and so uh but you're also like the the percussion guru department mm-hmm head man because they didn't they didn't have a head dude other than Siegel High School didn't have a head dude Mm -hmm. other than this man Jerry Steinhelper for Mm -hmm. the drum guys so he took care of all the percussionists and anyone who wanted to take it serious they're brilliant yeah and at that point in high school when you're in it everyone there is there in marching band or there in Mm -hmm. band to be uh, the best they yeah, can good be or it. whatever. Yeah. yeah. To like fucking blow on their horn, man. So, <laughs> so you said jazz band, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you, did, did you ever do serious. marching band? Like that type of yeah, stuff? That, okay. Everything got serious okay. there. So what, what would you say is the biggest, cause I, I wasn't in band or anything like that, but what, what would you say was the biggest difference besides like the obvious that jazz and marching is completely different genres but what was the biggest difference you would say that was just kind of like i guess kind of how it was ran or like oh yeah how you performed i guess like what what would you say was the difference in the two whoa how you the difference between the two like in marching the performance and, spectrum yeah, yeah so well for one you're marching uh i wasn't marching i was in front line so i played marimba okay i was spoiled in that way i didn't have to march just so got just to, sat there and just, i got I got to look cool. Yeah. We like, you know, you move and jig you rock a little bit, you jig and you rock out <laughs> and we just have fun playing beautiful keyboards. These, yeah. You know, beautiful, the marimba and the vibraphone, the xylophone, they're beautiful instruments, right? Beautiful instruments and they're expensive. So they were just, it's like, whew, and you wow. don't have that get, shit at home. Get, yeah. You're like, I get to just play this thing. Like, mm-hmm. so the difference is kind of just like your ears have to be bigger when you're performing marching band yeah. when your ears need to be big when you play with a band of course or when you perform live yeah. no doubt but marching band you have to uh, you're listening to like yeah i i guess we had we had a big band a pretty big band so there's like 200 people or 150 <laughs> people 150 all gotta be in sync. i think it was like 150 
or 130 or something. But yeah, I know we all have to have the same pulse yeah. in our head. Everyone. And everybody's like, you know, and and then all the tempo changes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's when it goes from 120 to 160, everybody needs to be right there right. on the dot. So it that's that's the difference, I guess, is it's even more heightened heightened sensibility like mm-hmm. when you're in a band you're doing that still you're yeah. changing on a dime with like four dudes yeah or jazz band like, big band it's yeah. like what that's like a big band's like 20 people i don't know mm-hmm. i probably sound ridiculous <laughs> but it's you know four horns and four bones and yeah four saxes or five saxes i guess mm-hmm. it's more than four in a big band i guess so you're still listening but it's you see what i'm saying like yeah. they put you in marching band because it's like it's just bigger and more intense yeah and it's competitive yeah, the jazz true. isn't necessarily like competitive yeah. like sort that. of leisure i guess yeah like we're it's a vibe jazz yeah. is like it's cool i guess it's still competitive mm-hmm. everything like that's kind of competitive right everything like awesome can be competitive mm-hmm. but marching band was like we're here to like kick ass yeah. and like take Put home on the gold a good show take home the gold uh-huh. and like be better than everybody here and have a tighter show, yeah. better dynamics, you know, better, like tighter, whatever they call it. Be, so. be as loud as you can and sound the this best. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking. And look the best too. Like seriously, dude. formations and shit. Yeah. We crazy. walk around looking like power Rangers and it's the coolest. Like <laughs> yeah. we loved it. Oh like, dude. We I love our uniform. I grew loved up our uh, uniforms. MTSU. I, like I said, I was born and raised here my whole mm. life. I used, I've been to the MTSU. I've been to literally hundreds of, MTSU football games. I loved watching MTSU's band. They're awesome. It's sick, dude. They're marching sick. Band's the sick. halftime shows are like, that was like when I was a kid yeah. and like I kind of didn't know sports like that. Yeah. My favorite part was the band. That sound, bro. Seeing like that big of a sound is Live different. instrumentation. It's like, <sighs> yeah. shit, it's like a wall of sound. Yeah. Did you ever see the contest of champions com- contest they do over no, there? No, I haven't, but I've heard, I bet it's amazing. So that's DCI. It's all the high schools, right? That's DCI. They do all the high schools, right? And they also do a DCI one there. I don't know if it's called contest of champions, but the the DCI is like the the highest level of it. Okay. It's drum corps, so you have to like audition in. And it like costs money too, so a lot of people like work jobs yeah. to, to do this. To get the opportunity to like be in the NBA, basically, yeah, right? Like work right. In a the job. NBA of marching bands. And it, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. It really is like fucking freaking. It's unreal, dude. It's dude, like these I, guys are. It's like music on crack. Yeah. Bro. It's well, like, like the HBCU bands too. Like, HBCU, like TSU, like the oh the college, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like the real like they don't play around. They don't play around, man. Yeah, I haven't seen too much of that, mm-hmm. but on Instagram or TikTok yeah. or some shit, you'll see a band and yeah. something they've Whoa, done, and you hear them. You're like, that's a big, yeah. they got big, big players or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And the drummer is always kicking butt. Yeah, they have a kit dude on kit. Yeah, kicking ass. They always kick butt. Let me ask you this: What was the first time? that you felt proud of something you created oh dude i guess uh there's like two things the first go ahead like musical <laughs> sure like a music thing like you were like man i'm because i was always dr- i was always drawing and i always felt like i was good at drawing my whole life so i was like pretty proud kid yeah from the get-go because i could just draw really right, good right, and right. i loved art but uh the music the first thing i was proud of is this thing i made 
my dad was like on a trip to go see one of his exes or something <laughs> and like okay. he took me with him okay yeah so, i don't know you know he's a cool old man yeah and he was just you know nothing weird really it was, yeah like, it was cool <laughs> but we were going up to virginia and i had my skateboard and very like love skateboarding with my whole heart that's another one of my passions passions i yeah. guess you want to say i love it and I took my skateboard and was rolling around. And uh, what was the question? Oh yeah, what yeah. Proud, I, had a, a I had a, an iPhone with GarageBand, mm. so I was like, I had the recorder, yeah. the mic on there. I made this like weird thing, and then I made a, like an album cover for it, and I put it on SoundCloud. Oh yeah. I guess I was like 14, and I was like proud of that because it didn't yeah. it didn't sound like very bad feeling. i was like this sounds freaking cool and i like just made this out here uh -huh. like by I'm not yourself. at home yeah i was in a hotel with my dad just like fooling around on my phone mm -hmm. so uh yeah and it was like it just sounded like synthy mm -hmm. synthy like lo-fi yeah kind of beat but you made it beat like. music lo-fi vibe like with the little yeah. yeah it was sick then the other thing I was really proud of was with Eric, with Rick West, way back in the day. We grew up, like, just spending about every day together, just, like, fucking around. Real homies, like, just brothers. Playing. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's my ride or die or yeah. whatever you okay. call it. That's my, my dog. That's beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, shout out Rick West. Shout out Rick West and Scotty Malcolm, Secret Color. Look out. Um, but we made this, we made, like, a couple things but there was this song called 333 mm -hmm. we put it up on soundcloud it's still there you can hunt it down that was like the first thing we made and that i was proud of that we finished it at like 333 in the morning i was rendering it out mm -hmm. and i was like we'll call it 333 330 <laughs> it's perfect and it, it was just tight it was mm -hmm. cool it had like a cool composition we like thought it out wrote it out communicated it well mm -hmm. and like played the parts and recorded it on like a little analog four track mm. and sent that into audacity yeah. i think is how we did it okay i think we did it on audacity okay just bounced it through a you know like the little analog boards mm -hmm. dude audacity and garage band dude has that is like the common denominator in like everyone who's ever done music <laughs> i'm dead ass you know what i'm saying crazy like that's how <laughs> everyone who's ever made a song that's started the, the way today man i mean that's the way we had these like tools yeah, to record I and know, track I know. as many tracks as you want you can dub endlessly yeah. i guess like because like you know 20 30 40 years ago bro they were recording on tape and you had yeah. to like like look don't fuck up yeah you had like, to also kind of know <clears throat> what's going on mm -hmm. like if you have a x inch tape or whatever yeah. i don't even understand i can't even like there's certain room on it i guess like i can't imagine have so recording recording a beatles session you know like how do yeah they do like bouncing yeah. is scary eric's really and then like meshing it together but like you know you got paul paul's over here playing piano okay and then and then john is singing and then you got george he's got to get a drum pattern to like how do they yeah. you know i was in, watching 50 years ago like, we are the world you know the michael jackson we are the world okay that song with yeah. the, all those singers all the people in it, in it in i was room. watching the behind the scenes in it and in the final stages you see quincy trying to bounce everything like at the end of the little documentary yeah. and he's uh you know the little speaker is on there like what she she's like the hardest part is not done after the session players have been 
you know it was like a four-hour session yeah. the hardest part is yet to be done real the real magic is quincy. where quincy <laughs> and his co-engineer uh start and you see him like I just it kind of hit me. I was like, "Damn, they're taking all those takes and sifting through like, them." Like, so Bob Dylan's got like, and you know, like twenty takes, and like, oh my gosh, yeah. it sounds like a nightmare because yeah. they had all the videographers <laughs> recording those takes. Gosh, so see, they had to like, to you know, they had to put the. Oh my god, you I, see what I'm it, saying? I they know. had to line up the video with like, all of quincy's fucking takes with the computer it's so much simple it's like oh that was trash yeah we're blessed let's do it again i right. know we're blessed you can find it and <laughs> you you don't need like because yeah. i imagine they were doing that by notes pretty much with yeah. notepads or just like a little some sort of marker yeah i don't know marking system like a physical marker not yeah like a right not like how on like iMovie you can press m and make a little they could maybe <laughs> mark it on the tape because i know there's like i was gonna say Eric's pretty into mm -hmm. like he's played around with some stuff and he's played around with the reel to reel a couple reel to reels that he has and he's learned some cool stuff mm -hmm. and taken some time to study. Yeah. And I know Mac DeMarco does that. A lot of people do it and <clears throat> just and it, there's a lot of you can have so much fun with it. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool playing around with analog stuff and tape recording on these four tracks and mm -hmm. Um, or these eight tracks if you can get your hands on one of those mm -hmm. but he's pretty getting pretty into that and um i know that there's he has you know it's like a 488 like a task camp 488 but it's like a mm -hmm. yamaha version i think mm -hmm. and it has a digital clock on it so i think it's a digital clock so it has instead of rewinding the number it's like little frames mm -hmm. for your tape see that you'd have to mark at 273 because it just clicked the clicker just goes up 273 this song begins or mm -hmm. that's the bridge of this song right. so you can go back and his yamaha one it's still analog but it has something in there mm -hmm. where it knows where your beginning yeah. and end is like computerized a little bit right so yeah. i don't that and that came out in the 90s yeah. so i'm sure quincy had something <sighs> convenient Maybe. but but still it's like yeah they're pasting these things together and you're really blending you're really mixing man mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy that's to why me. they call it mixing I guess. it's brilliant and then so uh, we get audacity and garage band mm -hmm. on our stuff and like we uh so simplified we really can go can go down the rabbit hole man mm -hmm. so what what you got going on now which as of recent man as far as musical projects like i saw you uh you know performing on the drums couple um, weeks ago when i saw you at liquid smoke what you got going on like recently man what you been up to I dude music trying to we kind of we kind of got like a little this a background of you as that's yeah that, like, man i, I like you got my brain going i i apologize to anybody if i sound <laughs> like a a mess but just nah. like i i love talking about Have you ever all done those an things and music and stuff a little bit mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm yeah i could say sort of yeah okay <laughs> nothing like this though this okay. is crispy okay cool and this is like like your sh your shit's tight thank lo you dude. looks good so nothing it. like this this is like cool nice nice this is really cool cool i just want to i just want like to if someone sees oh episode 105 with skylar's out cool i get to i'm gonna i'm about to go down the go journey chill. like you feel me sheesh kind of get the background of you sheesh. so don't want to give too much out don't <laughs> want to sure. give too i don't 
I want to so, try and keep it somewhat yeah. concise because I, I know I can go on rambling and uh-huh. I have a funny way of talking. <laughs> so I got to keep that shit tight. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so, tw- so it's this record. That's what I've cool. been working on, really. I've been working on my record and finishing. Mm-hmm. It's called Wait Until Marriage. Okay. And I've been really nestling in that thing really dialing in that thing for like two years okay now and i guess writing it for i guess two years two Mm -hmm. and a half years right um so i cut like a bunch of demos by myself didn't work out i found a good producer and me and him get along and have a great relationship Mm -hmm. and i can afford him it's like nothing crazy at all. Yeah. And uh and it's good work. Yeah, and it's fucking dude, it's awesome. The it's the records being cut through a London Trident console, which mm. is the same board Paul McCartney oh, has nice. in his house. So it's, it's gonna sound nice. It's beautiful. It sounds great. We're bouncing we're using the board as like a preamp basically, of okay. course, because we are still working through Pro Tools on a grid. Right. But it's arranged like a rock record, pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, with Danny Anderson on bass. Uh, my man my main brother that's my dude one of my best buddies one of my other ride or dies but i met him later in life in the musical journeys okay so i'm just really been working on wrapping that up because i've been recording it for a whole year and it just wasn't up to your standard like you didn't feel like you ever made a product when i was working on it myself no Mm -hmm. with him it's pretty dang good yeah it's pretty dang good so how would you describe i this song is it like would you say it's a solo song or like a band like are you yeah it's a solo record okay it's a solo record but um but my band's kick ass it's rick on drums and then i play for rick okay most of the time and vice versa we Mm -hmm. need to find other drummers so Mm -hmm. if anybody's watching and is a good drummer seriously hit me up we need good drummers man um so or just good guys yeah. really that are down um to play some cool shit but yeah so and then dan on bass and mm-hmm. eric's had some cool kick-ass musicians too play for him over the years um play with him and stuff mm. so freaking it's a band but we have it's our solo project okay. or whatever you so know. so it'll be skylar rippy yeah by skylar rippy yeah. not like you know yeah a band name yes Skyler rippy so you made the uh like you wrote the song yeah the it's uh 10 tracks okay it's a record of 10 tracks 10 songs and oh okay this is a full length yeah okay i got you now okay cool it's an album that's awesome so now it it makes more sense now that uh it has taken you so long and that's good (laughs) yeah no one song and i take i thought you were saying one one song i I was like do have a couple singles that i've had that i'm gonna release that i've had for like two years it's pretty embarrassing have you put out anything not recently officially no i've been freaking ghost mode and just working on myself okay yeah working on myself working on saving up money yeah um you know all sorts of stuff man trying to yeah figure out a lot of stuff yeah well you don't want to just put some bullshit out especially because no you're like no you you the know. record is called wait until marriage right. so it's like okay. it's killing bro it's it's I, totally i'm excited for it man i'm so proud of it um, and dan has kicked ass on this record like he is the best bass player in the world he's the greatest okay. bass player in the world and uh he's right here in murfreesboro tennessee how'd you meet him 
I met him through a mutual. We were playing for uh, the same band, Mills Turner and the local grocery. Mm. And for our great buddy Mills, another angel of a person, mm -hmm. uh, a great artist, an angel of a man from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Mm. Kentucky. Yes, sir. And um, we had a kick-ass band. And me and Dan, when when we had to like move on, go our separate ways, keep keep working and chasing our dreams, me and Dan just started kicking it and kind of got like pretty close. I don't know. We just have a good vibe. Yeah. And we kept playing. I I think we kept playing for some people too. I don't know. We we just kept playing together, mm. kept hanging together, and then he could play all of my songs. He dug my songs and could just play the Mesh. heck out of them. Yeah plays he plays him perfect he plays all the parts it's just got a great mind for harmony and stuff be being a bass player takes that kind of mm. creativity right. and balls yeah. you know it really it's does. such a low sound like a lot of people it might mm -hmm. be like to the to the common person they might not actually like hear oh that's the bass you, you probably couldn't be able to just point it out unless you're like a music head you know? it's it's that special territory for it is. sure it's responsibility man mm -hmm. <laughs> with great power with, think about if there was no, a band with no bass guitar it would be it would it oh would yeah feel kind of yeah empty, right or know? just music without bass in yeah, general it would bro. feel empty you like need it, the bass you do the shit they made a whole genre world, of bass man. music bro bass, <laughs> bass <laughs> makes babies <laughs> Bass is the reason the baby bass is baby making music. Mm -hmm. That funk, baby man. Mason, <laughs> baby Mason bump. But all right, bro. Um, is there anything? We're about forty-five minutes, bro. Just like that, went by real quick. Oh, is there cool. any anything That's that good. you wanna? Is that? Is there anything you wanna like talk about? Is there anything you wanna ask me? Anything you wanna plug? Oh. On this last little bit, bro. Well, like like I said, look out for wait until marriage mm -hmm. coming out probably in august i'm dubbing for sure this i'm year, still though. dubbing a lot but we have a lot of it done me and dan have cool. been trudging through it right and then i'm now i just need to finish it up and cut the rest yeah, of this do yeah. a bunch of dubbing basically so august fall time look out for rick west and scotty malcolm's secret color it's, it's coming down the road they just released a project so go check out what has dropped recently i I can't think of what it's called off the top of my dome. Um, yeah. Here, give me a second. Yeah, go ahead. Also, I'd like to talk about how beautiful Ellie is. <laughs> Taking a nap. So beautiful, peaceful <laughs> dog. Happy home. Dude, it was, what's funny is the last episode, I did one yesterday with the homie. It's not out yet, but she did the same thing. She was like, you know what? I want to be on the podcast today. I'm going to take a nap. So <laughs> it's Arthur flowers yeah she's getting that screen time she's gonna <laughs> make her the thumbnail i know make her the thumbnail for sure um so i'm pretty sure yeah it's arthur flowers elf rock mm. elf rock arthur flowers you can also look up scotty malcolm or go to rick west also just you know i want to talk about being thankful for your friends i got mm. plenty of friends that are working hard mm-hmm putting out okay rick and scotty's duh the mind melt tape i'm <laughs> foolish rick and scotty's mind melt tape that's what you want to awesome that's what you want to find they busted their booties their petunias on that one there they also busted their petunies they showed me petunies and my buddy jackson my great friend jackson i'm gonna follow all these guys uh, too and yeah yeah seriously you need mm -hmm. to because 
this this is all we got all you got is your friends and your support circle and your freaking your guys that'll really ride with you man i love that you guys and gals that'll really ride with you so Mm. um i mean dude i I could talk all day i want to talk about how awesome spencer johnson is Yeah, he's an awesome guy you know stay on top of that guy watch out for him Mm -hmm. Uh, if there's any rca execs watching you need to go slide in his dms before someone else does or something uh you know (coughs) savvy is also i love savvy i had him on here yeah awesome i saw that i was stoked to see him on here bro he he reached out to me and i was like i didn't know who he was and he reached out to me and i was looking at his page i was like okay he's awesome listen to uh, a couple of his songs i was like okay this is awesome and it was right before his album boys world pearls come out Mm -hmm. came out it was kind of like for that he wanted he was yeah. like yo i want to talk right. about my album it's about to come out right and it came out and i was like impressed i was like wow yeah i met his awesome. brother his brother at the parking garage skateboarding too his brother was skating okay. with like a whole crew wow um it was sick yeah dude his brother's name's fred he works up i think it's fred or it's not frank okay. i'm pretty sure it's freddie fred he works up at moab okay shouts out to moab um uh, bike shop go say hi to fred or Frank, pretty sure it's Fred. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to this whole area, bro. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee, man. Compound skate shop. Shout out to freaking all the skateboarders out there. You know who you are. Yeah. Holding it down. Uh, freaking, you know, God bless, man. We are mm-hmm. lucky to be alive. I know. It's an, it's, uh, I don't, we, we take it for granted, man. Just yeah. like being alive yeah you know it sounds so simple but it's like ah just take a deep breath sometimes you know (sighs) yeah people just (sighs) yeah i told you about my buddy tyler wanting to be here Mm. you know but life external conflicts and family and life is on the line in his Mm. world now you know Mm. like like that so he's gotta Mm. attend to those tend to those matters yeah so you know appreciate what you have while it's here what you were saying about the friends for real friends deal records this records that but but most importantly just have fun have fun with it right i love that and call up your homies and check in on them Mm -hmm. and stuff you know check in on your dogs Mm -hmm. skylar thank you yeah thank you this was awesome thank you um i appreciate you I'll keep in touch. You got my phone number, man. Text yep. me. Like we were saying, bro. Text me yep. sometime. I'm going to text Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. For sure. It's Ramble, man. Episode really... 105. Shoot. I'd love to have you back on some that's other time. That's sick. 105? 105. Wow, man. That is... That's sick. It's, just keep trucking along, man. This is an awesome that's thing. That's right. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks.